Hold on, girl. Let me take this. Hold on, hold on. Hello? You ain't gotta like me, but you gonna like what I have to say. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode two. It's your girl, Margaret. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in, pressing play, subscribing, following, fast forwarding, rewinding back because you probably missed some shit. Either way, I definitely appreciate the love and support. Today's episode is really special and dear to me because we are going to be talking about self-definition. So how do we define ourselves as human beings, okay? (laughs) Also, we're going to talk about owning our self-definition. And then finally, I want to talk about respecting ourselves. Because at the end of the day, we cannot be out here talking about respect me, respect me if we don't respect ourselves period okay so to get into today's organization of the episode i'm going to give you guys a little breakdown of how i chose to define myself like the steps i took to define myself and create my self-definition and then we're going to go into the breakdown of respect um and that is just going to be just breaking down again on how do we respect ourselves so that way we can get respect from people okay all right so as always okay self disclaimer disclosure whatever the steps that I take and the things that I chose to do again have worked for me I'm in no way shape or form trying to tell people this is how you can do it I'm not the guru of things again sometimes people will take what I say and they can you know finesse it into their own kind of thing and that's dope some people may not agree with the way I move and that's okay too either way I'm not here to tell anybody how to live their life how to define themselves or if these are the right steps to do it (laughs) okay I just want to make that very clear today's episode was inspired by some events that occurred over the weekend with some friends I felt like I've had to have this conversation about two times in my life so over the weekend and another time in my past okay and literally it was more about where things have come into question about the way I move and how I am as a person have, you know, affected people. And I wanted to go ahead and do this episode because I felt like I've had this conversation again two times in my life and that was two times too many. And I thought it was important to talk about this because I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person on this planet that has to have these kind of conversations where people misunderstand you and people don't understand your self-definition. And the purpose of this episode today, just to be very clear, is so that, yeah, I'm gonna break down how I've defined myself, but I'm also gonna help you guys to understand too that your self-definition is your self-definition, okay? And it's not here to make anybody happy other than you. So I just wanna throw that out there before I start, okay? But let's go ahead and get into it. So when I was going through my process of trying to define myself, I knew for years that some things wasn't clicking. And, you know, I think everybody goes through a phase in their life where they're like, who am I? Who am I? What do I want to be? Blah, 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 blah. You know, whatever. And so I want to say back starting in elementary school, you know, I started to go through a phase where I was just more doing what other people had told me was the best thing to do. So however way they were raised, whatever values were instilled in them, I was just going based off of that. And so very cookie cutter bullshit, okay? And then I started to have my little moments of like, you know, peeking out my my, my part of me, at least my real me that I started to feel. But yeah, I would self-contain that because again, there was this perception 
on how life should be and what looks like this and that. And so I was just trying to fit into that bubble. So I, I was getting boxed in. Okay, honeys. Once I got to high school, I went to all-girls Catholic school. And being there, again, I went through a lot of identity issues. Trying to figure out, like, what's the balance of looking right, not looking right, dealing with this, not dealing with this. You know, how to paint my picture to other people so that way it is likable. And ultimately, I just found myself very stuck and unhappy. It wasn't until I relocated to Virginia where I was really more independent and on my own that then I started to really embrace my true me. And so when I came back home up to New York, I was me and gay. So coming in at number one for how I chose to define myself is core values. So I knew like I needed to dig deep and figure out like what is value to me? Like how do I want to represent myself? And what does that mean to me? So for me, I knew I wanted to have integrity. I wanted to have courage. I want to have compassion. I just wanted to be real. I wanted to be real with no apologies. So my biggest thing, for example, was, was that often like back then I used to be a little timid. I didn't really want to approach and say and tell people how I felt because I was afraid like, oh, will they not be my friend? Would they not want to fuck with me? And then ultimately I said, no, I need to be brave. I need to tell people what's on my mind, what bothers me, my opinion. Because at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to sit here and continue to deal or manage people because of what? You're a friend in my corner? Or because you're a family member? You feel me? So that was my biggest thing. And then through that, I wanted to make sure that with my integrity, that I was still being me. So I wanted to make sure that even too, in the ways that I acted, the things that I did, the jobs that I take, that in doing those things, I was still being me. I was still making me happy and being real within myself. So core values is important because again, we go to school, we grow up around various people from all different walks of life, and often we are taught a cookie cutter core value. We're saying, oh, this is what integrity looks like, this is what honesty looks like, this is what courage looks like, and it's bullshit. I say, find your core values and tweak them to suit you and how you move and how you're comfortable. Because at the end of the day, that is the only way it's gonna feel authentic. That is the only way that you're gonna be on your journey to self-definition. Because if you're sitting there and you're living life according to a book or according to what people perceive it to be, you're not living your life. You're not defining yourself. You're defining them. No thanks, okay? <laughs> Coming in at number two, which I think is very important, is education. Now, I'm not talking about school here. I'm talking about self knowledgement knowing yourself knowing what you like knowing what you don't like knowing what makes you happy knowing you know what i mean like just what you like to do understanding and learning to know yourself sometimes we are so curious and we have 21 questions for other fucking people but we don't even ask ourselves some damn questions ask yourself some questions break yourself down get to know you before other people try to get to know you Okay, I feel like that's very important. I had to really sit down and dig deep. I went through a period in my life where I had zero fucking friends. And the purpose of why I had no fucking friends was because I needed to find myself. I needed to get to know me. I didn't want to get to know nobody else because I didn't have the energy for that. Especially when I'm on my journey to try to figure out who the fuck I am. How can I sit here and have time to get to know you and me? No, impossible. So yeah, I had to sit there and go through a period in my time in my life where I was just like, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go. Why? Because I need to get to know me. Okay, because me needs to make sure she knows who she is. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and I know it's easier said than done. And I'm not saying, oh, you're supposed to isolate yourself to have self-knowledgement. But again, don't be too consumed into the hype of other people's lives. Don't be too consumed into their whereabouts, their moves, how they move it, how they feel. Don't be consumed in that. Be consumed in yourself, period. So, yeah, 
So I think, um, again, that education piece is really important, especially if you're trying to find your definition. Because, again, if you don't know yourself, you can't define yourself, period. Next thing, coming in at number three, and it's only actually three, three um, breakdowns, y'all. Coming in at number three is undervalue the opinions of others. And I think this is really important. I think this is more of a, um, I want to say this is like a last step, at least to me, because I feel like, okay, I got my core values and set. I know how I want to be. I know what I want to represent. Then I got to know myself. So now I'm really sure, like, I know who this chick is. I know exactly who Margaret is and how she going to get down and, and move and all that shit. So then comes into play is when you have to sit there and actually press play on you to the world. And so often when we are doing that, people don't receive that shit well. And so my biggest thing for you that I want you guys to understand is, is that you need to undervalue the opinions of others. Now, it's very important to understand that we are all not built the same. We ain't cut from the same cloth. Therefore, what's their idea of motivation and what's healthy and what's right is their idea. If it doesn't represent you, it ain't represent you, period. More importantly, just because they have a perception or an idea of what the fuck looks like healthy, what looks like motivation, what looks like what's right, what's wrong, it doesn't mean that it's right or wrong, okay? It means it's for them. So my biggest thing is this, and I want y'all guys to understand this, is that I feel like I've been misunderstood a lot in my life. And I feel like often people can't handle me. And I've lost friendships throughout my life because of it. But people have also held me down because of who I am. You understand? But I think it's very important to understand that people are always going to have an opinion about you. And that's just a given. People are always going to have their way of thinking on what life should look like and how it looks like this way because of wherever they were brought up at or whatever values that they have, okay? And also, there's other times, too, where some people are just still in the process of self-definition that because they don't understand themselves, they're not ready and capable of understanding other people. You feel me? So with that said, okay, you have to understand that you may lose people. You may gain people. Either fucking way, you have to understand that just because some people can't handle your self-definition, it doesn't mean that something's wrong with you at all. More importantly, it doesn't mean you need to change. You know, I've been told I'm too loud, I'm too aggressive, I'm too honest. They're like, girl, can you tone it down? Girl, you gotta change. My thoughts are why? If I'm being me is what makes me me and makes me function in life, more importantly, makes me happy, why should I dim my light because I'm not moving on your perspective of life? Why do I need to dim my light to satisfy you because you can't handle my self-definition? You feel me? And I mean, hear me out, okay? Because I know this is going to be very controversial. I want to be clear about something. I am, and everybody that knows me, and from what y'all heard on my podcast so far, I'm a person that, in my opinion, I feel like, yeah, I'm a straight shooter. What you get is what you see always. I don't fold, I don't change, I don't move any differently other than what you see. So how I am with you is how I am with them. You feel me? Therefore, with that said, I'm not going to alter and I'm not going to change my life for not a motherfucker on this planet. That's one. Two, I'm not going to sit here and adjust shit because my kitchen's too hot for you to handle. Nah, that's a dub. Also... Hear me out too. If my moves and my self-definition isn't deteriorating my life, isn't hindering me from my success, isn't keeping me from a coin, from building a better me, growing as a human, 
Who the fuck are you to tell me what I'm doing is wrong? That ass. There's a lot of these self-help books. There's a lot of these fucking articles on the internet. There's a lot of people that are so fucking woke and spiritual awakened that they're like, oh my God, oh my God, I know fucking life. This is the healthy approach. This is how you talk to people. This is, fuck you. I'm, I'm being dead ass. Because hear me out why. I'm so sick of motherfuckers on this planet because there's a trend and there's a bandwagon because, oh, everybody's moving the same way that they want to identify that shit as, oh, that's healthy. That's right. That's this. Fuck you. That has, I'm not going to sit here and be boxing for not a motherfucker. If I move a certain way, understand this and how I approach people and how I say shit and how I handle shit, understand at the end of the fucking day that that shit makes me content because I'm not here to fucking filter, backpedal, or just not a motherfucking word in my fucking being for not a motherfucker on this planet. Why? Because motherfuckers like you bring me zero happiness. I bring me happiness. That's the problem. People are too fucking codependent on one another because they want to sit there and be boxed the fuck in with the rest of society and follow this fucking bandwagon fucking trend of, ooh, let me act like I'm woke. Let me act like I'm spiritual. Let me act like I'm better than you. And guess what? Newsflash, you're wrong. I'm going to move what's according to me, period. And I think that's the problem is that there's a lot of shit out there in this world that people are writing shit talking about this is what looks like right, this is what's right, this is this. No. That don't work for me. I'm not going to sit here, like I said, and I'm not going to sit there and taper down my volume because, oh, you say that it's it's just a better tone to talk in. Oh, I'm not going to sit there and change my words and, and flip them so that way you could better understand it. Nah, fuck that shit. That shit don't make no sense to me at all. And to me, not only that, like when I have to sit there and I have to adjust myself to another person, I'm fucking shortchanging myself. I'm not being me. And that's not fair to me. You understand? And I want you guys out there to understand that there's going to be so many people that will sit there and label you all day long according to whatever some fucking society bullshit bubble has out there on this fucking universe. And But understand this, that that's bullshit. Understand this too, that labels, them tags get popped all day. <laughs> Therefore, nobody could ever sit there and put a label on me ever. So yeah, I think that's very important when you're doing self-definition. Don't even value the opinion of others because that shit don't even matter. Half the time, like I said, people are stuck on what the fuck the TV says looks okay, what the fuck some little psychotherapist says is okay, or more importantly, what the fuck they mama done said is okay. And you know what? What worked for your mama, what worked for the TV, don't work for fucking me. Okay, I'm fucking just saying. The last thing I want to get into to wrap this up with self-definition is ownership. You need to be able to own your self-definition. You motherfuckers want to see it be buying jewelry, buying property, buying whatever. Buy your self-definition, honey. Okay, take the fucking time and own that shit. The problem, too, with people is, is that, okay, they self-define themselves, but then they don't want to own it. Some people will sit there and they'll just put that shit on the shelf, tuck it away, hide it, and don't even want to own it. Fuck that. I'm going to own me. I'm accountable for me. I've already defined myself, and this is who I am. I'm not going to sit here and shelf that shit, wait for that shit to expire, or act like that, you know, behind closed doors, and then when I'm in your face, no, 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 I'm going to tape my shit. No, I own who I am. And no lie, there is so much freedom in ownership. You don't even have to give a fuck about the bandwagon trains. You ain't got to give a fuck about an opinion if you own who you are as a person. And sometimes we're afraid to do that because... If we start to own who we are, we give a fuck less about what society says and what people say. Think about it. 
A lot of people are in these friendships or in these fucking jobs because they don't even want to own their self-definition because they want to sit there and create a fucking platform of their life according to somebody else's motherfucking perspective. That's why you see so many people unhappy in the jobs that they're at. How many people are unhappy in relationships that they're in? How many people are unhappy in the friendship that they partake in, even with the motherfucking family that they fucking have to deal with? Because nobody wants to own who they are. People want to sit there and live their life according to other people's perspectives. Work says you have to act a certain way. This is how you get by. Fuck you. I'm not doing that. Friend says, oh, you need to talk to me this way, and this is the most healthy approach. Fuck you. I'm not doing that. Family says, hey, you're supposed to live your life and, and walk this path and journey. Fuck you too. I'm not doing that. Own yourself. Once you own yourself, you have so much freedom. And there's so much that you can do in this world without fucking dealing with the fuckery of perspectives of other people, other people's core values, other people's fucking self-knowledge, man, them fucking selves. No thanks. Own your shit. Trust me. And then also, when you own your shit, ain't nobody gonna even sit there and be able to fucking flip you. Ever. Ain't nobody gonna sit there and tell you anything to make you change or shift who the fuck you defined yourself to be. Own that shit. And I want to be clear about something is that often people will look at flaws, okay, and not want to own that. And hear me out on this, okay? There is nothing wrong with having flaws. We all make mistakes. We're all human. But who the fuck is anyone to say that your flaws are wrong? For real. Think about it like a house. When you build your foundation, you build your house, your house is not going to be perfect. But does that mean that there's something wrong with your house? That's exactly what the fuck your flaws are. Okay. Deadass. I'm going to own every part of me. My good and my flaws. I'm not even calling my flaws bad. Because at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure that the house that I own, that there's a, a whole bunch of motherfucking problems or flaws in them that, honey, I'm not even fucking noticing. Shit, I still go home at night. I still live here, right? Okay. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, even your flaws, own it, okay? They're like beauty marks, okay? Own what you have. Own your self-definition. And trust me, you will buy your way into fucking freedom. Mental freedom. Resort. The next thing I want to talk about is self-respect. I feel like self-respect is crucial not only to your self-definition, but also to your overall happiness. Consider self-respect like a beating heart in your body, okay? Without your heart, you can't live, so hello. Without self-respect, yeah, ain't no life either, okay? <laughs> so a lot of people wonder, what is self-respect? Self-respect is the art of having a confident and solid foundation and holding yourself to the highest regard through your actions, okay? More importantly, how you treat yourself determines how other people treat you, okay? That's just another breakdown. <laughs> now, I just want to be kind of clear too. Like some people kind of tend to mix up, you know, self-respect with self-esteem and then also with confidence. And I mean, yeah, it's cute to have confidence because, you know, self-esteem, confidence, they go kind of hand in hand. Self-esteem, of course, is, you know, how you view yourself and how you not carry, well, I guess carry yourself too, so to speak. Um, but more importantly, it's just kind of more like of an inner feeling of how you feel about yourself. Self-respect is how you act because a lot of people will talk a big game and maybe feel a certain way, but then they act in all types of disrespect to themselves. Okay. <laughs> so I do want to go into the breakdown for self-respect. So there's two parts to the self-respect piece. The first part is I want to break down how do we identify with self-respect. And then the second part is, is that I want to go through a breakdown of signs that you lack self-respect. Because I think this is a must-have topic to talk about. Okay. 
So let's get into part one. So how do we learn how to respect ourselves? I think the first step coming in at number one is going to be self-love. So you have to love yourself first. And a lot of people fail to do that. A lot of people are very codependent on other people loving them. People are very dependent on the idea of love coming from other people. And people also then feel like, hey, you know how I can measure my love or my self-love is the measurement of how much love other people show to me. And that's false. You need to love yourself first. The only way that you're going to be able to respect yourself is if you love yourself first. And that takes time. And it's hard. It really is because naturally as human beings, we want that comfort. We want that love from people. It's just a natural reaction. But the problem with people is, is that you become so addicted to that love from other people that when it's not given to you, you then put into question everything that you're not feeling for yourself. And that's a fucking problem because you can't measure your self-love based off of how much people give to you. More importantly, when you know how to love yourself, that when it's time for somebody else to love you down, you know exactly what that's going to feel and look like. And then you're going to know exactly what you're supposed to accept and what level of it you're supposed to accept. Okay. I know y'all like, wait, what? No, for real. Because sometimes we feel like, oh, somebody might sit there and give us 10% of love and we're like, yes, that's the world. But no, we love ourselves 100%. So if somebody's not giving us that, then we know. We know what we can accept. We know the full potential of love. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> the second part of self-respect for me would be is accepting yourself. And a lot of people struggle with this. And I say, accept yourself for who you are as a person. I know it sounds simple, but it's really hard. You have to learn how to accept all your flaws. You need to also know that when you do that, it also changes the way that you allow people to perceive you. Often we are our biggest critic and we don't know how to accept ourselves. We're okay with accepting bullshit from people, but then we can't accept our bullshit. <laughs> and that's a problem because when you go around not accepting you for who you are and you're just like ignoring you as a person, Okay, not being okay with you as a person and being unsure with you as a person. When you go and encounter yourself with other people, whether it's a family, a friend, or a boyfriend or girlfriend, you're going to be fucking fucked. <laughs> and why you're going to be fucked is because you're unsure of who you are. You're unsure of accepting yourself. So how the fuck are people entering your life going to be accepting of you? Okay, so it's really, really important. And I understand that you know, there's things about us that we see. And I'm talking about physically, mentally, emotionally that we see. And sometimes we see these things on the internet that's like, oh, this is okay. This is, you know, how I should perceive myself. That shit doesn't matter. Ignore the hype. Ignore the trends. Ignore the perceptions. Accept you. Love you. You feel me? <laughs> All right. So coming in at number three is, and this is my favorite, practice makes perfect. Practice self-respect on yourself. Okay. Before you even sit here, you want to go out into the world and try to encounter people and build relationships and, and get to know whoever and fuck whoever. Practice on yourself first. <laughs> okay. If you cannot practice self-respect, how the fuck are you going to know what it looks like when somebody else is delivering it to you? the word respect okay it is so crucial to practice practice makes perfect because if you can sit there every day and tell yourself like yes I love me down yes these are my core values I need to be this way I need to have integrity I need to have that confidence I need to have that courage I need to have that compassion you need to remind yourself of these things every fucking day practice makes perfect 
And it's so crucial and it's so key because like I said, when you run into a situation that does not look like your self-respect that you've been practicing, you know that you would have to walk the fuck away. You know then what you can tolerate. You know then what is right and wrong for you. So practice makes perfect, okay? <laughs> now, I want to go into part two of this. Signs that you lack self-respect. Because y'all know me. I love a good countdown. I love a good breakdown. So I'm going to give y'all a breakdown, okay? Coming in at number one. So again, just to reiterate, these are going to be the signs that if you lack self-respect. Again, if this is something that maybe you fall into this category or list, I mean, it's time to start to, you know, jump into the first part of what I just mentioned, okay? Because if you're seeing these signs or you are embodying these signs, you really need to get your self-respect in check. Okay, but let's go into it. So coming in at number one for signs that you lack self-respect, you lose yourself in all relationships. How often do we give people our all or do things to make them happy, allow them to make decisions to be made without our approval? You've lost yourself, period. Okay, if you're constantly giving, 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 and they're taking, 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 or you're constantly doing and jumping through hoops like you in a motherfucking circus to make these people fucking happy to bring them joy only, and there's no reciprocation in that, or there's no joy in you, period, you've lost yourself. And I struggle sometimes with this because I have a tendency where... I like to invest my time and energy into people. And I do find pure joy in actually helping people and giving them my all. Because I feel like if I do that and I give people my fullest potential, all that I have, all that I can do, in my head, (laughs) I think like, okay, this person's going to love me down. They're going to hold me down. They're going to be so loyal to me because this is me. And I need to learn how to back off sometimes. And I'm still learning through that because... My thing is this, is that it does find me the joy, but then I'm realizing now that I do lose myself in the process because I'm just sitting here investing all this time and energy into people for what reason? To bring them happiness? Although it may give me my joy from time to time, but the reality is, is that I'm giving them the joy the most. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, if you tend to lose yourself in relationships and I'm talking about with friends, family, or lovers, um, you know, it might be time to reevaluate your self-respect. Coming in at number two, if you have attention-seeking behavior. Now, are you constantly doing extra shit for attention? Are you seeking validation while stripping yourself from your dignity? Um, are you drifting away from your core values? I mean, this can mean anything, like acting crazy or popping off on the gram or in public, constantly revealing your body or shaking your ass for the gram for likes. I mean... I want to kind of go into this a little bit and I'm usually again like hey if you want to be a thought you can be a thought if you want to be a hoe you want to be doing whatever you do that's your business right but but honey there comes to a point in life too where it's like I feel like as a woman and I feel like this is a very important piece for ladies out here that and I don't care if y'all don't like me after this okay I'm so here for Megan Stallion all that extra shit sex sells blah 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 bullshit whatever that's what we see right I'm so here for it like yes girl work twerk I love that cool but there comes a point in your life that where you have to say hold on these bras and these panties is for my ice okay this as I'm shaking is for my man at night okay or shit these titties I got out shit they're for me in the mirror okay I'm just saying, 
Let God be the one to see all that. Because God see everything, right? I feel like us on the internet, we don't need to see that. And real talk, if a female, if 90% of her pictures are either of her showing her ass, poking her ass out, doing the hip dip, sitting on the counter, honey, time to reevaluate self-respect. I'm fucking just saying. If I don't get a selfie in three out of five pictures, we got a fucking problem. And if you're constantly half naked because you feel like, okay, this is my validation. This is what get niggas to, to pay me attention. That's a problem, period. And more importantly, you need to then start to look not only within yourself, but like just look on the outside. Like, why are you constantly attracting or wanting to attract these kind of people? For what? I'm sorry, but... You know, y'all know I'm a private person. I have a private Instagram, stuff. I mean, look, I'm guilty. I love to wear my little, I call them thought clothes, okay? I do. I like to wear my little sexy stuff. But I'll tell you motherfucking this. Ain't not a motherfucker on this planet can say that they ever saw me in my panties. Ever. <laughs> okay. I just don't understand it. And I feel like I understand that, oh, it's so dope to be twerking and, you know, this is that. Oh, model this. Yin, 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 yin. All that little bullshit, whatever. Whatever. I still don't understand it. I don't understand why the world has to revolve around that. Like, whatever happens to just beauty? Whatever happens to just taking a picture and smiling? Like, shit, I kind of missed the MySpace days. <laughs> shit, on MySpace, we, we wasn't out here doing that. We were sitting in front of fucking buildings thinking we was cute. Taking pictures in our Air Max. Like, I don't remember these days. Okay, honey. And, I mean, I know this is a little bit of a rant. It is what it is, but... I'm kind of just sick of the bullshit and I'm tired of people validating it. I'm tired of people encouraging it. I'm tired of people okaying it. Just because you see it in a music video, it don't mean you got to do it. Those people are entertainers and no shade. They feel, in my opinion, they entertain the wrong people anyway. Okay. Cause if that's what you like and that's what you constantly clicking your little double tap for hearts and shit on every fucking picture of a bitch nigga, you got problems too. For real. And I, I just, I don't understand it. And it kind of bothers me a lot because I feel like it's become a trend because at this point, men, and I'm being real with y'all, men, you guys highlight women that are naked, always. So you have these girls that are good girls who are out here, fully clothed, taking regular ass pictures and y'all scroll past because she's not naked, but let shorty be in some little poom poom shorts, okay? Twerking her knees like fucking Megan. Then y'all motherfuckers want to be watching her shit. But if she on live over here just painting her face, being regular degular, y'all motherfuckers don't want to watch no lives. And that's crazy. And I feel like you men need to really dig deep into your self-respect. Because at the end of the day, I don't understand why do you guys want bitches with whole tendencies, but then you want a wife at home. Like, fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> I know, like I said, I'm sorry I went off on a rant, but I've been wanting to say this for a while because, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't try to tell people how to live their life, but... And that lifestyle's not for me. But I feel like us as women, like, we need to be encouraging the right things. And I'm sorry, like, again, I understand everybody has different core values and different perceptions of core values. But I'm sorry, integrity is not being naked. And I don't care how many times a bitch will sit here and try to argue with me and tell me differently. No way, no how. I don't care if you want to sit here and pretend that you have the highest self-esteem. Because you have the lowest self-respect. I'm saying it now. Period. If you feel the need to be naked or half naked, constantly twerking, shaking your ass, showcasing your body because you went to the gym, bitch, you need to look at your self-respect. Period. 
Now, again, I'm not trying to tell people how to have integrity, what integrity looks like, but it sure as hell don't look naked. Okay, I'm fucking saying. <laughs> Moving the fuck on. <laughs> All right, coming in at number three is going to be, do you care for people who don't give a fuck about you? And I think this happens to everybody. <laughs> Are you constantly calling and checking on people who ain't checking for you? Constantly surrounding yourself around people who don't even want to be surrounded around you. Honeys. Yes. Surrounded around you. I feel like, and I found myself in a lot of situations like this in the past where I was constantly that, you know, friend to check on you. Make sure you're okay, but you wasn't checking for me. And honey, I'm over it. And you know what? I'm going to tell you what the real reason why people like us do that. Because we're looking for validation and friendships. We feel like, okay, if we go above and beyond and we show you motherfuckers that we care, you motherfuckers are going to validate us by saying, hey, yeah, we're your friend. And I feel like it's bullshit. It's almost like a measurement tool that's non-existent. And often we think it's okay because, again, there's something within our own insecurities, our lack of self-respect that we feel like we need this validation from people to be friends with us so we can feel better about ourselves, so we can respect ourselves better. And no, this is why back over when we were talking about self-definition, that self-knowledgement is fucking key. Because if you are and you know yourself, Honey, you don't need not a motherfucker to tell you about yourself. And validate yourself. Okay. So I'm fucking saying. So yeah, I mean, if you are constantly in a situation where you feel like you are constantly the only one caring, get the fuck out and run. And then go ahead and reevaluate your self-respect. <laughs> okay, let's move on. This was another one. So coming in at number four, do you tolerate verbal, mental, or physical abuse? Now, I don't want to go too much into this because I know this could be a trigger for some people, but... I hear me out, because I already know how some of y'all get down in the voice messages, but hear me out. I truly feel like if we, as women, or men, because men can be found in situations like this as well, if we, as women and men, have more self-respect, we would find ourselves not in domestic violence situations. It is more of a preventative thing, I'm being honest. Truth be told... Now, I know domestic violence is a tough situation to be in and to get out of, but it is definitely preventable if we have more self-love and self-respect. The moment that someone is sitting there and they're playing any mental abuse game with you, you need to fucking walk the fuck away. The moment that somebody shows you a red flag, that they're verbally abusive, they're controlling, you need to walk away. And the moment somebody dares to put their hands on you, it's time to pack it up and go. Period. I feel like it's important to have that self-respect. Back in, what was it, college, I did date a guy, and he did put his hands on me and understand that it was a death when that happened. And, I mean, shit like that happens. And, I mean, and I'm not saying here, like, everything is cookie-cutter, too, when it comes to verbal, mental, or physical abuse. Because I was in a situation where I was naive, and I didn't really know the signs, or I didn't see the signs. Like, he had some tendencies, but I was like, eh. But, really, when the day came that this nigga put his hands on me, honeys, that was unexpected. But it was crazy because I did walk away. I did struggle with walking away, but I knew for my self-respect, I had to walk away because there was no way, no how it was going to be somebody's punching bag ever. And I feel like when you lack that self-respect, you find yourself in these uncomfortable situations like domestic violence because you don't know what self-love is and you're looking for it in the wrong places and you're looking for the validation from the wrong people. So yeah, I mean, so that's a big one. 
So, you know, definitely, I mean, and of course, if you are going through something with domestic violence, I mean, there's so many places that like the YMCA that they can take you in, like create a safety plan, give you the therapy you need. So, I mean, if you are in a situation like that, I mean, you need to definitely, you know, woman up, man up and, you know, get the packing. All right. So coming in at number five, are you constantly having sex with just anybody? Do you use sex as a way to feel love or to belong? Sometimes we look for validation and respect in the wrong categories. And honey, the category for this shit is fuck no. If you're constantly sitting there opening your legs or you putting your dick in whoever for whatever reasons because you think it feels good. No, you're not doing that. Hear me out. For me, maybe I'm different. But when I have sex with someone, it's because of the connection. (laughs) If I ain't feeling you, you're not inside of me. (laughs) If I don't fucking like you, no thank you, period. Some people say that, oh, sex is just a thing. No thank you. (laughs) I don't know who on this planet said those things, but some people say those things. (laughs) I don't understand those things because I don't understand how something like your body that you're supposed to respect and love because you have self-love, self-respect, that you just give it to whoever to see and to touch and to feel. No, no. I disagree. I just don't believe in the idea that two people can come together, have sex, and then say, okay, fuck it, I'm gone, and then jump on the next dick or jump in the next pussy the next week or the next month. How do y'all do that? I just don't agree with that. I feel like for me to sit there and give somebody me, my body, to have all of this, you better believe, one, I'm feeling you. You better believe, too, that you respect me. And you better believe that this shit better be something deeper than just fucking sex. Okay? Because I don't buy it. I just, I don't buy it. I'm sorry. But, yeah, I mean, if you are looking to just fuck whoever because you think, oh, it just, oh, I'm just getting my fix. You know, I'm getting my nut. No. You're doing it for the wrong reasons. Understand that sex is actually way deeper than what the fuck you motherfuckers think. Okay, it's not like, oh, we're playing tryouts, trying to try out to see how I could bust this move. No, it is deeper than that. And I feel like when you start to self-love and self-respect, you're going to understand that there's a deeper meaning to sex than what the fuck you thought. Okay. So, yeah, if you are constantly finding yourself in a situation where you're fucking this person, that person, that person, chaba, you need to rethink your self-respect. Okay, pump the brakes on the dick or the pussy and look within yourself. Just saying. All right. Finally, coming in at number six, and this is the final one, is going to be, are you constantly overindulging in poor behavior? So are you constantly drinking, partying, overanalyzing your body or yourself? I mean, let me kind of break this down a bit. Okay, I love to drink. I love to party. Although, I'm falling back with drinking because, honey, the last time I went out drinking, mm -mm, I was hungover. (laughs) Anyway, but if you are constantly looking for an out on life, And that out is the bottle, a party scene, or a situation that just drains you because you wake up the next day drained as fuck. And you're like, I need to redo again and again. You have a problem. And you lack self-respect. And the reason for that is, is because, again, you are looking for this validation in situations that just are not good for you. Not good for you overall, for your body, but not good for you mentally and also spiritually. Okay. I feel like this, that... Having a balance of fun and play and work is key to happiness, of course. But when you're constantly identifying these things, like drinking, partying, doing drugs as a fun thing, 
and it's a constant thing, it's a problem and it's not okay. And I mean, I know a lot of people, they go through trauma. I know a lot of people don't know how to cope with their feelings and their emotions. So they kind of look for that out. And then again, that's due to, you know, again, the lack of self-respect and some people haven't been taught to respect themselves. You know what I mean? Because they haven't had those models and that's understandable, but you need to get help. And I mean, it's real. Because at the end of the day, all you're going to do is see yourself decline and you can end up in jail or dead. I'm just keeping it 100. Now, there's another flip side to the situation. Are you constantly overanalyzing your body? I remember, like, after having my son, I was constantly very self-conscious. I was like, ooh, don't look at me, don't touch me. I was obsessed with this, obsessed with how I looked. And then I was constantly, like, almost punishing myself, like, kind of telling myself, like, girl, you're not that pretty. Like, you look crazy, you know? Like, I was just always critiquing myself. And then... Ultimately, I was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> I know y'all like, what? No, for real. I was just like, one day, I don't know what it was. I just kind of snapped out of it. It's like, what are you doing? Like, is it worth this energy that I'm draining from myself to constantly self-destruct myself every day in the mirror? No. So for a while, I ended up getting like rid of like full-length mirrors because I was just like, chaba. Like, I was always obsessed with taking like these full-length body pictures because I was just like, ooh, how do I look? It's getting better. And eventually I took away the mirror. And I was like, it's done. And, you know, I needed that for the mere fact because at the end of the day, I was just like, me sitting there breaking myself down and critiquing myself is only, you know, showcasing that in real life to other people. You know what I mean? People could see my insecurities. You know, maybe some did, maybe maybe some didn't. But to me, I felt like people were going to see that. And if people started to see that, they were going to perceive me that way. And I didn't want to be viewed that way. I didn't want to be viewed as a broken person that was insecure about her body and how she looked. So, you know, I, I knew, like, I was like, that's it. I need to, you know, change. And I mean, believe it or not, when you overindulge in that, it, it's it's very unhealthy. It fucks with your mind. It fucks with your well-being. It, it fucks with your confidence. It fucks with your self-respect. So yeah, I mean, definitely like stop being self-destructive for real. Stop critiquing yourself. And I mean, again, that goes with the self-love because once you start to, again, love yourself, all this shit that I'm talking about will never matter, ever, okay? So... My final thoughts is, is that again, it's very important that when we are trying to define ourselves, that we're doing it for us, that we're doing it according to us, how we perceive things, what works for us, what makes us happy, what makes us build a better us. You know, don't fall for what you see on magazines or on Instagram, Snapchat. Don't fall for what books say. You need to fall for what works for you, period. And then as for the self-respect piece, again, it's really crucial. If you want to be happy in this life, if you want people to really respect you, you have to respect yourself. You can't walk around here being big mad when motherfuckers is disrespecting you, calling you hoes and bitches and this and that, when you out here acting like a hoes and a bitch and this and that. Honeys, your behaviors are important, period. And again, I'm not saying there's, there's something wrong, again, with... People having that lifestyle. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, you're only doing yourself a disservice. Period. To your dignity. To your self-respect. I'm fucking saying. <laughs> but anyway, I thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. As always, drop a voice note. You know, let me know what y'all think. I mean, I probably may have ruffled some feathers today on this episode. I, let me work this out. Anyway, I thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. I will see you on the next one.